Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living That Belle Vie. I am your host, Monday Young, international life and business coach. And today we're going to be talking about how women travel travelers can go it alone, but not by themselves. I'm going to be speaking with Donnie Below, who is the founder of Girls Guide to Paris and Beyond. Now, it is a blog, but also a travel site for women only, where women can get information and organized trips with the founder, Donnie herself, to destinations everywhere. So hello, Donnie, and thank you for joining me here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm just thrilled. Yeah, great. And I know you've been busy touring around, so I want to just start to jump in so that you can just tell people a little bit about yourself and you know, your experience as um, in starting a business abroad and how all of that came about? Oh, gosh. So where to begin? Um, <clears throat> well, I um, this is actually my third career. I used to be in um, television production, uh, mainly just television commercials. And then I did was in nice. politics and not-for-profit work. And so I decided saving the world was very exhausting. And I, wa <laughs> I wanted yes. to, uh, yes. uh, I did do some good things out there. So anyway, but uh, I wanted to start something um, that really uh, brought together women in community. Um, I, I, I love meeting other women all over the world and, you know, in, in my own community. And just, so how did it, how did, how did you come to that space where, where you wanted it to be women's focused? What, what, what would you say made you right. realize that that's where your niche was and that's where yeah. you could provide a service? It's a great question. And a lot of people ask me that. So I actually was sitting one day with a friend who's a, a book editor and she, we were talking about this girl's trip that we had done to Paris together. I had an apartment there and, um, and she, I said, I I really like to write a book about my own version of Paris because everybody has their own version of Paris That's and what, true. you know, yeah. what means, what is Paris to me is going to be different from what Paris is to you. And, and, and it's true of every, you know, big city, but, but, you know, Paris yeah. really holds the heart of a lot of women, women in particular. And I think it's because it's so beautiful yeah. and so romantic and, and, you know, it's just all about beauty isn't yeah. it? and, um, and food of course. But, uh, so Paris yeah. just held this special place for me. I've had a place there uh, you know, with my husband and family. And wine. Don't forget the and wine. And yes, don't forget the wine. Oh my God, right? Um, yeah. So important. Oh, how could I forget that? But anyway, it had held this special yeah. place for me. And she said, well, what? why don't you call it the Girl's Guide to Paris? So she came up with the name because, of course, she's in, in you know, book publishing. And I, she said, this chick yeah. thing isn't going away. So she helped me kind of... And I also have to say a life coach um, like yourself, um, who I yeah. credit with, you know, 60% of, of, of this enterprise, getting uh, it realized, she helped me realize it too. So I, we put together all the things that I love and it's really great to be doing something that hits all those marks, all those, you know, amazing values and, and things that you hold dear. So Paris it is how it started. Women, community. Um, the love of, you know, 
getting women together that don't know each other and creating this bond. Like I've always done that. I've always been the one who organized things. Mm, so it's just mm. a natural progression. Um, and you know, it started out as one thing and it, and it kept evolving. Yeah. But it, it, mm. it has become, um, something much larger than Paris. Now we're going to Mongolia and South Africa and all over the world, but it's still, um, that's where it sprung from is my love of Paris. And, yeah, and, and I saw all yeah. the wonderful, I saw all the wonderful destinations on your site and I was like, that is so fantastic. And it's such an original idea. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've seen sites where you can, you know, find someone who's traveling maybe to the same destination as you, because I was a, a solo female traveler for, for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you do want to, uh, travel by yourself, but not alone, right? Like yeah. you want to be able to leave when you want to go, protect, you know, maybe your friends can't go with you or your boyfriend, or you just feel like having, you know, some time out for yourself, but you would still like to meet a nice group of, of, of people and women connect on a very special way. Don't you find? Totally. I have done, I've done exactly one trip with guys and it was a lovely lady and her husband and their friends and they were absolutely a, a very cool bunch but it, it women don't connect in the same way if husbands are along so uh we find there's yeah. actually a huge need for this there's women who are either divorced widowed uh mm -hmm. never you know haven't been married or just single and or the husband can't travel doesn't want to travel or doesn't want to do this kind of traveling so there's actually just tons and tons and tons of people out there who want this kind of service. And by and large, you know, we produce these, I, I create along with a bunch of about 18, 20 partners, these tours um, and, or adventures or retreats and there. They kind of run the gamut. And, you know, we just take between six and 12 uh, women. So we keep it really small because after a certain number nice. that you don't have the same kind of bonding effect. And that's the most important piece of it to me. Um, and we talk to every yeah. single person before they come too, which is also important because, you know, we really want you to leave with a whole bunch of new friends and like this last group, I did yeah, a real connection. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what we're on the planet for, isn't it? I mean, we all want to connect yeah. uh, and that, that feels that's our what heart. makes life interesting. It does. And meeting interesting people that you would have had no other way of meeting. Um, it feels like yeah. a, a gift. That's like the ultimate souvenir. Yeah. And I know what I saw from your tours, it's like all age groups and, 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 uh, different backgrounds and cultures all together, you know, so there's, there's lots of women from, from, from all sides together yes. on a trip, which I think can make it even more in depth and enriching because you get to see it from other people's eyes and, ex you know, and experience it from, uh, also with someone else who's completely different from you and can give you a different perspective on, on things, you know, I think it's so important actually what in, in enriching is the right word that you used because I do have people who call and say, um, do you, you know, what is the average age of your, your, your guest or your client? And I yeah. say between 23 and 83. And then if you can still walk, you can come till you're 103, <laughs> you know, and cause there's, there's a lot of groups yeah, that'll say, you know, this is for fifties, this is for the thirties. And I, it's so limiting mm -hmm. for us to think like that. Like I have yeah. found these incredible connections that have occurred between 
a 23, I'm thinking of one particular trip, but there, this happens on every trip between a 23-year-old and, uh, and two 75-year-old women. And they bonded like, you know, it was the coolest thing to watch. And people from, you know, there was a girl who joined us from Israel. I was so thrilled to, you know, um, have that experience to, and, to, and to share it mm. with others. Um, it, people loved, the more diversity, the better. You know, people who yeah, travel yeah. a lot, who haven't traveled a lot. Um, and that actually makes, sometimes there's some intimidation between the people who haven't traveled a lot and those who have. But we, we just yeah. say, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's better to start now than to never start, you know. So don't feel like yeah. you have to all be, it's just the silliness of all feeling like we have to be the same. We have to celebrate this this vast array of, of differences and, and how beautiful that is. Cause as you're right, it, it, it leads you to discover so much more. Yeah. And the, another thing is, you know, I know a lot of women who are afraid to travel by themselves, yeah. right? That they have a huge apprehension. I mean, even me, when I, when I first started traveling, you know, it was, it was nerve wracking for me. I did lots of research to make sure I was going to be safe. Sure. And, you know, you, you really, you really are concerned about, about those types of things. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a real pleasure when you feel safe, you know, when you, when you feel like, especially if you're just starting out, you know, sort of yeah. traveling, it's a really, it, it would be a really nice way to start because you have some support, you know, on your first journey out by yourself to, to just to see, to learn how to navigate. And I know you connect a lot with the locals and, and, yeah. and the, and the culture. And that's something I think that also has to be learned how you connect with local people in the community. So tell me a bit about how you were able to establish those connections and get the trust of the community to, to allow you to take your tours and to be close to sort of the culture wherever yeah. you go. Well, um, a couple of things. I, first of all, I think when we first started, um, you know, it would just be, I have a friend here. I have a friend there. Let's have um, my friend Maggie joined us for dinner and she can tell people what it's like to be an expat or she can tell people what it's like to be um, a Parisian or, you know, whatever questions they may want to ask. And then as I brought mm. in partners, um, because at, at, at some point, you know, you can't be an expert in the entire world. So I like to hire, no. you know, I have a woman in Mongolia who's doing our Mongolia tour. She's a tour operator, but she's a single um you know, solo female, um, women, woman owned business. And I said, you know, can we learn from some of them, the women in Mongolia, how, how to perhaps make a barbecue or make some, something traditional, some food or, and we're learning actually how to build one of the yurts, which they call gurs. So, so I just started asking those questions because we, I really mm. don't want the travel to be about a checklist. I've seen the five yeah. top must-see things in Paris, and then I've seen the type five. That is mm. not um, – uh, it's a checklist. It's not travel to, to me. It's not discovery. And to, to me, the, the, the whole emphasis on why I travel, and I think a lot of people now, is not just to check things off but to say, you know, I really have discovered a different culture, a different mm. – um, I've learned um, from women in Mongolia or women in Paris or women in South Africa mm. what it's like to live there. And I also have found that they're just the same as me. So that's like the takeaway that you really want. And uh, back to the safety issue, it's a really big concern 
for, for mostly for people who haven't traveled alone because as you travel more and more alone or in a group like this you yeah. realize that yeah. you know 99% of people in the world are good and decent and lovely and will help you yeah. you know there there are smart things that you need to do and mostly right. what people say is at the end of the day I don't mind traveling alone, but number one, it's a lot of work. I've got to do a lot of research. You know, <laughs> yes, I like yes. to do that, but not everybody does. And number yes, two, sure. I'd like to have somebody to eat dinner with, you know? Um, yeah. So it just kind of comes down to that. But or go kayaking yeah. or whatever it is you decide to do. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I think also when you're connecting with the culture, it deepens your experience because mm. when you're just kind of like going from museum or building and you're taking pictures, you know, those pictures end up in your phone or on your computer and you never see them again. But if you really met someone and connected with someone and connected with the culture, I think that that travel experience resonates in you a lot longer than if you're just kind of flying through as, as a tourist and, and, and really not connecting with what you're actually seeing. You're absolutely right. And I think the key word is connection. I think that's yeah. what the kind of travel not only I'm doing, but there's a lot of other really cool, you know, women owned businesses out there that are really trying to do something similar. Um, and, and, and companies that are doing it for men and women too, of course. Um, uh, but connection is, is what it's all about. And what we, women, women in particular, that's their sort of cornerstone of being, we want to connect. And I think it's mm-hmm. a human thing. It's a human desire. We are a, uh, a, a we're nothing without relationship, right? So as you, yeah. as you put, put it so beautifully, when you go to another country and you've seen more than just buildings and the inside of the hotel and a couple of good restaurants, um, but you have yeah. met somebody who tells you their story, mm-hmm. then, you, mm-hmm. then you have a deep connection or a, at least a deeper connection than you would otherwise and that's what we're striving for so we're trying to get the connection in the group and then the connection to the culture and you can't connect to the culture without the people right so it's all it's all yeah. about connection and and that is the the soulful part or the really the rewarding part of travel um and 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 that is that sense of discovery that you that you get by connection not only with hearing someone's story and connecting with them but it it opens up something in yourself. Yeah, and I think that, you know, for a lot of us, it's any place you go, it doesn't matter how beautiful it is. If if the people aren't nice or you couldn't connect with the people, it totally changes how you feel about that place. 100%. You know? 100%. Yeah, and 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 and, and you know, connection is more important than I think people think when it comes to um, our travel experience. Yeah, I think it's actually the most important thing in our lives. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. But I want to go back a bit and talk a bit more about you. As, um, you know, as a woman entrepreneur um, and as a woman who has changed careers uh, in in different countries and done things like that, I want to talk a bit about um, you know, how did you get the, the, the bravery to, to, to start a business in France? And what was that process like for you to, to really let go and to follow your passion? You know, um, I think that 
women in particular, and I do think my daughter's generation has got a lot more chutzpah and guts, you know, starting out of the gate. (laughs) But it took me years to have that kind of of guts um, and a certain amount of of cushion. I mean, I, I, if sure. I, if I couldn't pay the rent, um, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to start this business. So it's not yeah. easy. I mean, right. To, to start your own business. We all yeah. know that. No. Um, but I think what I learned from starting this and I could write a book on how not to start a business. Cause I did everything <laughs> wrong. Everything wrong. I mean, literally I did everything. Wrong. Yeah. No business plan, no clue on how I was going to monetize this. I just thought, oh, I'm going to have a website that's going to be an online guide to Paris and, and it'll it'll be completely, you know, what the things that I love and I'm going to introduce those things to other people. Okay, that was cool. Yeah. But, um, you know, I had like a million uh, readers, but nobody, I was making no money. I w- it was costing me money. I was like, this this is not a business. Wow. This is not a business and this shouldn't be charity. It's a hobby. Right, this is a yeah. really expensive hobby. Um, yeah. I got to figure out how to make some money on this. So that's the hardest part of all was, was actually yeah. easier to get readers than it is to, uh, because, you know, content delivery, uh, websites, you know, they're all struggling and, and, you know, I'm, I, you know, coming in and I guess it was, uh, 2009. So right at the yeah. apex of when that was becoming a crescendo off the other side, you know, of less, and we tried a subscriber yeah. model. We basically, we tried all, and when I say Every we, day. I was always asking my husband, who is a tech guy, for his right. uh, advice and answers. And he gave me tons of great advice because he's a consultant and, you know, was really happy. It was really lucky that I had an in-house consultant that I didn't have to pay. So, you know, there's sure. some of this stuff is luck, right? Um, but yeah. I absolutely, you know, backed into the thing without knowing what I was doing. And it took a lot of money and, 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 and mistakes to get to where I am now. So I think that, you know, anybody, almost any woman or any uh, honest entrepreneur will tell you there's there's a lot of failures, battles, yes. things that get in yes. your way. And, you know, and it takes time. Yeah. 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 I think I think the one thing that I what I what I try to you know, this is my this is my second business in France. When I first came to Paris, you know, I had an apartment management business. Right. And it takes time. I think people have to you know, in our and I think in this day and age where everything's so fast. Yeah. Where everything where people can explode overnight and, and people know you and all of this stuff, people think that that's how business works and business doesn't work no. like that. I think I think it takes you the first two years just to get your back office straight so that you can deliver, you know, a a seamless, streamlined process for you, your customer, uh, in understanding like your profit margins, what to invest in marketing, to do, to learn all of those things takes, takes a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the key for me at least, and is, is not giving up and, you know, and, and not being frustrated if you know this thing that you tried doesn't work okay so pivot Mm. try this thing try this thing Mm. try this thing and then that yeah pivot and then and then okay well you know we we did this it was great but we didn't make enough money we got to figure out how can we you know it it, it's a constant evolving situation yeah and and i and actually now i've grown to love that but in the beginning i was like i made this website now it's like a year later, it needs to be updated. It looks already, 
it already looks old. I mean, and you have to keep updating your look and your yeah. brand and, you know, mm-hmm. but now I realize, okay, that that's, yeah, of course, you know, that's life. It's kind of like a rebirth. Yeah. It's kind of like a rebirth every time it like, it pushes you to evolve. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And, and to stay connected, like what we were talking about, it's like, you can't deliver a service to people who can't connect with you. Right. 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 And, and if you're not constantly evolving, you know, that connection can become stale. Totally. So it's like you always in business, you always have to be pivoting and innovating. And one of the best pieces of advice that I think I ever heard from an entrepreneur was like, you can never be afraid of people seeing you make mistakes. Yeah. Yep. That's what I tell people when uh, I'm on a tour with them too. So I don't lead them all now because we have like 60 for next year. So I have a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, other people that. leading them. But when I, what I do, and we also, you know, have, um, it, it, basically I call it the girl's guide Bible for all the rest of the people that are leading trips. And so that they have the same yeah. experience, but, but I say, you know, we're never going to, if you are looking to have this trip, achieve complete and utter perfection. It won't happen Mm. because that's not what life is like. That's not what travel is like. But what we can do is if there's a problem, we can fix it. You know, there's always a solution. And, and the other thing that I always try and keep in mind is this is, you know, nobody's dead there. If the restaurant can't take us, we're going to go to another restaurant. You know, if you miss the train, we'll get the next train. You know, uh, you have to be willing to go with the process. And that's also really a great life lesson too, is that Hmm. this is just, Hmm. let's not fret over the small things. Let's just think, uh, look at the big picture, have a great time in whatever country we're in. And yeah, there will be some there's going to be some bumps in the road because that's what life is like. Yeah. That's what travel is like. It's yeah. just, and that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. Exactly. But it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. worst case scenario is you miss the bus, you miss the train Yeah. and there's yeah. going to be another, be another one. one. Yeah. Hopefully it depends on what time it is. Yeah. You know, it's somebody people will say, especially of course, now we've just gone through this huge trauma of COVID. Sure. Right. So I actually yeah. did a whole webinar with a bunch of experts and three of the other really top um, women's only travel publications and communities. And we talked about fear, fear in general and how fear mm. stops us. And, mm. you know, especially now because you've just been fed and we've listened to, and it was real, a lot mm. of scary stuff. So the pe- people are still kind of coming out of a trauma, you know, that we've yeah, experienced yeah. globally, which is, you know, if you think about it in the last 100, 200 years, there hasn't been one worldwide no. trauma that was like this, Pandemic. right? Least, even yeah. even the World War II, like there was countries that were not involved in that, you know? Yeah. This, yeah. This, not yeah. one yeah. single country escaped this. Not one single person yeah. escaped this. Place so, But I think yeah. we're in this process now of, oh, can we really go yeah. out there again? Can we really travel? And And people are a little bit more on edge even more so than they used to be. So I feel like my goal is to just, you know, get people to breathe and relax. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know, and if it's not, well, we, we did the best we could, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And at least, and that's the thing. And at least you're all together. So, you know, it's like, at least you can have fun time together. Right. Yeah. But I find it was sad to me because I, I, when we did this webinar, um, 
And if, if anybody wants to see it, I can send them a link to it or give it to you to post it. Yeah, I can put yeah. it in the description. It's yeah. just really helpful, even if it's if your fear is not around travel. Maybe it's just, you know, I mean, when I actually asked people to send me in the comments when they registered, we had a couple hundred people on the call, whether, you know, what, what what's the one pressing thing that's stopping you, maybe not even just from traveling, but just stopping you in general. Mm-hmm. And one woman yeah. said, uh, will it, I just don't know, will it be okay? I'm not sure if it's going to be okay. Like a real mm-hmm. global kind of fear and anxiety. Sure. And I asked yeah. these questions of various experts. And then the main, the main thing with, was great is we had a therapist who really uh, walk us through five strategies to deal with fear in the moment, which is really all about getting back into your body and breathing and, and stuff that mm-hmm. I'm sure you've uh, spoken about before. But anyway, yeah. uh, one gal, uh, Kelly Lewis, who is an amazing, she wrote the Go Girl Guides, and she has a really cool thing called the Women's Travel Fest, and she's she's a just rock star in women's only travel. And she said, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You know? You don't. But if you if you're worried that something might go wrong, you're not going to get out of the house. You're not going to you're yeah, not going to start we, a business. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not. We gonna wouldn't do go out of our front doors. Right. There's there's dangers everywhere. Yeah. You could be crossing the street. You could be. It doesn't. Right. There's no safety. Isn't you know a global safety is an illusion. Yes. You know it's it just takes one moment for something to change your life, and you never know where that that right. moment is is going to take place. So it's better to live your life to the fullest. You know, while you have it, you know, why you, why you, why you can, right. why you can, right. Absolutely. Why you can. Well, Donnie, I want to thank you so much for coming on here to share with us today, to talk about, um, you know, women's travel community and culture. And if for all those listeners out there, I will be putting all of Donnie's information in the description box that you can find um that you'll be able to find on my website on wrp on facebook on instagram everything will be there if you want to connect with donnie and maybe book and 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 book a trip to travel alone but not by yourself so i want to thank everyone for listening and i look forward to speaking with you next time bye donnie thank you so much